15 or something, uh, season 9. I'm Tim. I'm Al. I'm Benson. And I, I wanted to start by see, seeing like what y'all thought we should call our fans. You know how like a lot of podcasts have like a, like a fan name? I was thinking the Purity <laughs> Army. <laughs> or no. or wait, the, the Soldiers of the Chicken. I'm a peacekeeper. I don't want the, n- no fighting words. Uh, Annie and my dad. <laughs> we could call them that. No, that's true. <laughs> that sounds like we could call them by their name. Yeah, wait, wait. Yeah, so, so the guys are the guys are Keiths and the the ladies are Annies. Are you a Keith oh. or an Annie? What's up, and then Keiths for the and Annies? And, and all you non-binary. Want, my, yeah, like what Kenji does is like and uh, non-binary pals. So we say, "What's up, Keiths and Annies, and all you non-binary, uh, uh, lovely folk out there." This is Purity Wing. Scram, scram, scram. And then we get into it. Um, yeah, here we like go. It. And now we're into it. Benson, how you doing, man? It's been a second. Yeah, it's uh, winter and midterms and COVID is just a recipe for a really depressed boy. Um, yeah. But I'm like at that point where I don't have a lot of human interaction. Yeah. But when I do have inter- human interaction, I'm very irritable. Oh my god! It's so the snake it's... eating its own ass of you depression. saw you, you might have saw a little bit of that last week. I was like pretty like grumpy, um, but like it's just such a weird place to be that you like yeah. want to talk to people, but that you have no patience for it. It sucks so much. I totally get it. Yeah, like um, I have had a couple of interactions with people that I've like really looked forward to. And then once it, I was in the middle of it, I was like, well, this is not what I saw in my head. And I just shut down. And I mm-hmm. wonder if that's going to be something that like we all have to reckon with for a while when, we, when things open up again. Yeah. Yeah. Like everybody being like, oh, man, I'm just going to like go to the biggest parties and have so much fun, like being around big crowds. Yeah. And then the second they get there, they're like, this sucks. Like, oh god, <laughs> it smells down here. <laughs> yeah. Have you, have you guys have you guys noticed that? I I don't know. Maybe it's just I I had to Google this, and I think it's a stress thing. My bo has gotten worse. Like I'm just sitting here since, for like eight hours since, a day since uh, since COVID. Yeah, I've also at beginning of COVID, like last year, I also Googled. Hey, is anyone's fart smelling worse? In <laughs> I feel like and it's like a late winter thing for you. I think I think I'm just going. I'm just noticing bodily things, right. and I'm just because I'm just by myself so much that I'm like really looking into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah maybe because yeah. you're not you're. It maybe that you don't smell worse, but because you're not changing rooms as frequently, it's all just like concentrating in one space. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it yeah, no, it's like um it's like making a balsamic vinaigrette. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. it just starts to concentrate into um something mm. a little bit stickier. Yeah. Um yeah. I've had really bad farts recently. I mean, I, I don't know if that's 
uh, the same thing, but I would like, chalk that up I, to a uh, weekly chicken wing podcast. Yeah, I feel like you, you know, no, no, it's not, it's not, it's not the chicken wings actually. So last night I ate a very veggie heavy. Actually, it's entirely veggies. I had like squash, spinach, mushroom, tomatoes, I don't, okay. uh, onions, I think, and oh my then God. delicious. Later in the night, and then into this morning, I'm like, everything stinks. Okay, but that's was, that's like. Uh, eating veggies is what stinks. That's a pretty but gaseous no, it's, meal. It's yeah. eating. Mm-hmm. It's. I don't know about you, but like. <laughs> but I'm feeling twenty-two. I will. Uh, I go through these cycles where, like, for a couple weeks, all I eat is takeout, and then I'm like, "All right, I'm gonna eat really healthy this week," and then I like cook and I add like six different veggies in a stir fry mm-hmm. and I go from having no vegetables to like every vegetable and I feel like that hard switch is what makes your body be like dude I don't know what to do with yeah. these nutrients like I was just these are figuring whole out foods. Yeah. 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 Like, I finally cracked the yeah. code on what to do with trans fats and now you're giving me like magnesium your body's like I've been doing crunches for six weeks yeah. straight now you're telling me to lift something with my arms yeah <laughs> um well i i hope that i don't know i hope that you at least have your your smells to comfort you (laughs) i got smells yeah (laughs) i've got smells in low places i'll have to say like (laughs) what were you gonna say yeah yeah oh i was gonna tell a story about like my like i was like feeling a little uh snippy but like trying to like trying to be funny at the same time on my slack channel with my uh classmates um there's this one guy like i always like get really annoyed by he posts memes all the time and uh in the middle of lecture so we're learning a, a stat term is called there's a thing called regularization where you like shrink down certain like variables so that they don't because they don't have a lot of influence on them. you want to sh- we call it shrinkage sure funny word funny word oh, right boy and he made a <laughs> he, he made a, a a Star Trek meme. It was like Picard doing the the face palm thing, and then something a really dumb joke about shrinkage. <laughs> Nobody responded to it, and then he quickly deleted it, as if it never happened. And then I decided to post it and said, "Hey, Lance, you should have uh, made a joke about like a made a Seinfeld reference instead." Right. Like I just like called out his dirty delete and just <laughs> and, and also like pointed out to the fact that he made a joke about shrinkage he made a star trek joke about shrinkage it was a perfect opportunity for like a, a costanza for a, i was in the pool i was in the pool yeah I was in the pool. I, so like i i was i was both upset that he didn't go there and he also decided just to point out that shrinkage is a funny word yeah. He's probably older than me like, by like five years. <laughs> I remember watching that shrinkage episode of Seinfeld when I was like six and not understanding it. Understanding that George Costanza was embarrassed about something. But I, I like in my head, I think I thought he was embarrassed about being like wet. Wet. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I was I, in the I, pool. <laughs> when I first noticed that shrinkage was a phenomena, I had to tell my parents all the time after like a pool. I'm just like... What happened? It's <laughs> so small. <laughs> I could have sworn there was more of this earlier. I would always go up to my parents as a six-year-old and be like, you told me I was a shower. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. 
you tell us about your... Yeah, how... Also, we have Otter here. He might be uh, yipping a little bit. He's an anxious little boy, but... Hello, Otter. Um, okay. Uh... I had... Oh, no. I had all this <laughs> stuff I did this week <laughs> queued up because I'm always caught off guard by this question. Uh... It's like one of the most consistent things about this show. And, uh, yeah, all I'm coming up, I'm, like, somehow still stammering through this. Um, uh, uh. I just love that you usually end up saying, like, you stammer, you get nervous, and then you tell us things that you well, haven't done didn't that do. week. Hey, um, you're almost done with uh, Silicon Valley. I've been... Oh, yeah. I, um, I have uh, Al's login for HBO Max, and I can see that he's, like, going through a season a day. <laughs> you're just, like, minority reporting okay. him. Okay. <laughs> like, this Bring up a, his max. <laughs> you just... You also keep outing me to my dad. Because I didn't <laughs> <What? log> in. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't tell him I gave you his password. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway. Cut that part out. <laughs> yeah, I did. All right, hard cut I did right plow through five and a half seasons of Silicon Valley in not very much time. Uh, but it snowed a lot, you know? It... What are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. No, since we've been here last, it's it was like pretty fucking nasty in Portland. Yeah, I uh, Ellen had a birthday. I made her some non-dairy ice cream. Mm, happy birthday, Ellen. Uh, it turned out not bad. Uh, dairy. It was oat. Better. It was oat. Was it oat? It was oat. The 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 thing I'm disappointed in myself in is I was like really trying to avoid any kind of coconut milk and the the um soy what's the silk uh silk heavy cream substitute i bought that thinking it was soy and it was coconut um oh wait i thought silk stood for soy milk yeah so, did so I. why didn't they call so it, it was milk? like silk brand though but it was like yeah s- it, i don't oh. think it was purely coconut but there was coconut and the flavor was good but could like, you use like margarine or something uh what i would <laughs> is that, do is next that a time thing? you could yeah. i think i would um blend up cashews and like try to calculate out the fat content of that and then like just add more or less milk to compensate um but yeah that turned out good i uh ate wing stop twice in four days uh <laughs> also as a result of the snow but it made me Worth want it. to uh schedule a wing stop redemption show yeah um yeah yeah because you gave it pretty low marks right? i wasn't a fan but it's the tenders are the move um Mm. that's a little forecasting okay um i watched the mortal Kombat movie trailer today yeah tell Uh, us about your favorite part of that trailer (laughs) my favorite part what i imagine everybody's favorite part of the mortal Kombat movie trailer to be is when sub-zero is fighting somebody uh either hits or stabs him in a way that makes him shoot out blood (laughs) and freezes the person's blood into a blade that he then stabs him with uh pretty cool pretty pretty fucking cool um, Whoa. i'm excited it for feels April. it feels like a lot of pageantry <laughs> <laughs> but you know that's what sub-zero is known for he's yeah, kind of a, he's a showman yeah yeah 
He's a shower. Uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Um, um, but who was your favorite uh, Mortal Kombat character growing oh, up? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, reptile. Was Reptile the guy who said, get over here? No, that's Scorpion. No, that's, oh, that's Scorpion. Scorpion, okay. Reptile, Easy mistake to make. He, he, well, Reptile, like, he looked like Sub-Zero and Scorpion, but he was green. Right, they looked wait, the he, same. Wait, he, he had a lizard head, right? No, that's... Sometimes. Oh, like under his mask, wait, maybe? no, he didn't have a lizard head, but he did some, like, lizard stuff. <laughs> like, he licked his own eyeballs, and everyone's like, ugh. I think he crawled well. <laughs> And he I crawled think he well. shot like I know lizards don't do this, but he shot some kind of green ball out of his hand. <laughs> I feel like we're getting dangerously close to just like describing Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he was in love with this girl named Mary Jane. <laughs> yeah. He is a lizard, let me be clear. <laughs> lizard man. Yeah. Um, how about you, Benson? Did you play that game growing up? Yeah, I was a scorpion for Halloween in preschool. Oh, that's uh, cool. That's yeah, it was really pretty cute. cool. Yeah, I was fat. So I was a fat scorpion. <laughs> I was also fat Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's... Could you imagine the cruelty of like showing up to a Halloween party and somebody being like, Oh, hey, nice, fat Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think about that right now. Like, I like think about like, oh, can I pull up that costume? No, I'm a little too fat for it. I would love if Darth Vader was canonically like a he- heavy set fellow though, and like the breathing thing was just because he had like a hard time breathing because of his weight. Like, oh. I have sleep apnea. Are there are there any chubby Sith lords? Um. I mean, like, Palpatine was, like... He's old, though. Old, the, the, it, yeah, he's got old yeah. flaps. He's got old flaps, <laughs> They're not sure. fat flaps. I feel like Darth Maul is somebody who's, like... No, he's probably ripped. I No, yeah, but he's somebody that you look at and you're like, oh, you're ripped now. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he's built, like, a, like an MLB, uh, like, all-star in their prime yeah. who, like... Ends up like selling boats at a dealership. As and soon just, like, as Darth Maul retires, he's just gonna be <laughs> yeah. a, a pudgy guy. I, I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I don't. I mean, there wasn't. There were some. There were some larger fellas in in Star Wars, like the uh, Boss Nass. Jabba, Jabba the Hutt? Jabba no. the okay. Hutt? Jabba's just... It's, he's an obese alien. That's not like a relatable character. Yeah. Boss Nass is big for the Gungan race. Mm. Like, everyone else is skinny, and he's like, I'm the boss, so I get to have your portions of food. He's the guy that goes... He, he, he goes... Yep. Like you saw. What about, um, what about the Porgs? Porgs are—I wouldn't call them fat. It's—it's it's just their type. That's true. Oh, who's the chubbiest humanoid in Star Wars? <laughs> um. Oh, I know who it is. I know exactly who it is, but I don't know his name. It's one of the Twi'leks. It's one of those people with like the long, like Brady uh, things. Yeah. But mm. he's in the—he's in the Galactic Senate, and my man has oh. more double chin than he does. 
Four. Yeah, actually, actually, the council has a lot of chubsters. Yeah. That's yeah, what they, totally. they, they don't. I mean, they're politicians. They don't fight. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess did that makes know, sense. Did you know if you look close in a couple frames of that that Senate scene, you can see a bunch of ETs on one of those pods? What? Yeah, yeah. Wow. ETs are canonically in the Star Wars galaxy. Are you talking about like the big? I'm gonna call it the Senate floor, but it's like the big like 360 yeah. panoramic. Exactly, wow. where he's like, the, the Galactic Senate is dead! <laughs> or, no, I guess that's another movie, but... I think I think the Fets um, were, like, a little the chubby. Like they, no, the Fets, <laughs> like Boba and Django. Yeah. Oh, they, they're, they're stocky. They're stocky. They're not chubby, but they're, like, they're stocky, and I, I think... <laughs> like big bones. <laughs> yeah. I, I should have been a Django. I'm a big bone clone. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um you want to hear my dad's favorite line from any star wars movie yeah which i grew up thinking was everyone's favorite and was incredibly popular and found out later that nope just my dad um he goes um everything that has transpired has done so according to my design who said it well, the emperor uh... <laughs> Um, and it's wow. like a, it's just a very throwaway line that my dad really loves. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> Great. So, um, I think that that's enough uh, pre-talk. <laughs> let's uh, let's get into what we uh, fucking ate today. So today we went to a new place in Portland, Oregon called Thick Boy. T h i c c b o i. It's over on Alberta for the time being. It's a little cart. Um, it's got a cute little cat eating a chicken wing on its uh, website that I'm looking at right now. Um, and yeah, they do like sandwiches. They do wings. They do uh, what they call just chicken bites, but I think they're sold out. Mm-hmm. Like popcorn chicken. I think they do tenders. Yeah, also yeah. sold out. Sold out. And they have a chicken salad. So anything chicken, you know, centric uh probably find it there um but i suppose ain't no time like the present fellas let's get into it um who wants to go first me yeah you go all right um tell us a little about what you got i got a chicken sando uh you have the option to get four different sauces for i think all the chicken that they offer there yeah uh so you could probably talk about it because I only got one flavor sauce. You got multiple, right. and I went with the hot honey, and I got it hot. Um, mm. On top of the hot honey, you could choose if you want mild or spicy. So I went hot and hot honey. There's a lot of uh, like customability in that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of sauces and lots of levels of heat. And I don't oh I don't love choice. I kind of like, you know linearity um you know i like video games where you don't have to like change the outcome of a like a decision doesn't need to be made by the player like you're just on a track um so but i'm glad i'm glad these are the options because the hot honey was really great also i gotta say i got fries um I didn't originally ask for fries, but I'll place the order for fries. Yeah. I got crinkle cut fries, yeah. and then they have some like little dusting of something. 
these were the I these were the crispiest fries I've ever had. Crinkle cut, yeah, is not my go-to, but holy hell, they were so crunchy that the the crinkle. They're not like normal crinkles. They were kind of no. like combs. They were like yeah. the the really like sharp edges. They were like crinkle. ridges. Yeah, but they they were deep. So yeah. the surface the surface area of this of these crinkle cut fries were insane. Um, crispiest fries I've ever had. The Great seasoning season. that they put. Yeah, it was like. Did you get fries too? Yeah. I don't want okay. to, sorry, I don't need to bug okay. <laughs> no, 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 I was wondering, I'm like, okay, you know what I'm talking about then. It's like yeah. this, like, sweet and savory seasoning uh, on top of it. Great fries. Thank you, Al. Um, Thank and you, also, Al. the sando was fucking incredible. Um, chicken thigh, totally crispy breading. Uh, I don't know what they did, like, breading wise but like the Do you think chicken they like double fried it because it was so yeah fucking it was, crispy it wasn't hot when i got it but the crunch kind of simulated this like freshness i was like it might as well be straight out of the fryer because it's right. so it's oh my god <laughs> it was drenched in this hot honey sauce which was sticky and like it all just it all came together so perfectly it was in this brioche bun with this like little coleslaw salad and some mayo Everything about it was perfect. No unga pachka or anything. Yeah. Um, fucking just the right amount. What? How spicy was it? Not very. Um, not very spicy at all. But uh, yeah, uh, I don't know what else I could say about it. It's I just it's just those two things. But I can say this might be the best chicken sandwich in North Portland right now. Holy hell! That's that's big for wow. momentum right there. Oh my god! I mean, like, who, who, who's competing for that spot right uh, in our in, in our neighborhood? In North Portland in our neighborhood? No, no. I mean, oh, I guess I, I guess no, no. Like, consider all of North Portland, Northeast Portland, North Portland. Um, this quadrant of the city. Sure. What it sounds like you have a different sandwich in mind outside of this quadrant. Uh. Okay, um, a really good sando that I would compare this to is Basilisk, but yeah, that's down in southeast, southwest. I don't. Know. That's northeast. <gasps> hmm. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'll have to I have like... Basilisk again, but like, as of now, I will say I liked this more than the Basilisk. Wow. Basilisk. The sandwich. The Basilisk. Damn sandwich is huge it's right i mean they're like it was a little different. too big it was a little too big but like um, <laughs> you put a little jersey on that too big. a little too, too big. big i mean know what i'm saying <laughs> you want i should cut it down a little bit ah. but i like i i like that i was able to snack on you know the edges and uh the extra little you know yeah nice the overflow mm-hmm, uh mm-hmm. but I think I think the crispiness and the hot honey, everything about this chicken thigh that they fried up. Best chicken in North Portland. Northeast yeah. Portland. I love hearing that. I love yeah. hearing. It's great. Cover. It's great to say it because we've been eating some real shit 
<laughs> last <laughs> month or so. We had Bonchon last time. It was pretty good. I was grumpy and yeah. and uh, I got you I the wrong I order. I didn't get what I want. So uh, <laughs> let's let's forget that even happened. Um, <laughs> what was before that? Was it Wingstop? No, it was a uh, Domino's. Or, or Domino's. That's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> probably that. probably the worst wings we've ever. Probably the worst. One of the worst meals I've had. No. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. No, no, no. The pizza right. was good. And the Pizza chicken was bake was good, but that's neither here nor there. Hey, let's yeah, we're we're veering off course yeah. wildly right All now. Right. I'm gonna get over get it over with. It's an easy bok 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 bagok for me. Wow, that, that congrats, thick boys. Yeah, congrats, thick boys. Welcome the, the to Portland. Kids. Welcome to the scene. Um, I just love how confidently that that bagok came from your mouth. So well done. I as soon as I I like bit into it I like knew that my answer already. Mm-hmm. Wow. Didn't need to deliberate. It was, it was so easy. That's great. Yeah. Five bucks from Benson um, for Thick Boy and their delicious hot honey sandwich. Um, let's see if this streak will continue or if Thick Boy is on shakier grounds without. Okay. So, I got eight wings, Yeah. Um, half buffalo, half hot honey. I went for the medium spicy, which was not spicy, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm okay with. That's fine. Um, and some fries. <laughs> um, and I think that my first thought, biting into them, especially the buffalo was uh you know when there is a when there's a new thing be it a chicken establishment or like a movie any any newcomer you compare it to a more established place and so i immediately was thinking about fire on the mountain yeah which um the this was clearly better than yeah. Um, no question. It was crispier. It, the buffalo wing tasted like a buffalo wing. It didn't taste... It didn't have that, like, insane tartness that every Fire on the Mountain sauce has. Yep. Um, and, yeah, I thought that, like, what I'm getting at is I feel like if I were having a craving for that style of wing, it's nice to know that there's a place so close. Um, also, I, twice as big as any uh, fire on the mountain wing. True. Each, each wing there was like it was like two for the price of one. The size of these. Puppies. It was a pretty substantial wing, uh, which I appreciated, and I think that, um, like, it was a, it was a really good wing but despite what i just said it's not often that i like crave that kind of wing Mm -hmm. um but like a sauced fried chicken sandwich is something that i feel like i could eat most days without worrying about it uh well not without worrying about it without uh (laughs) i crave a fried chicken sandwich nearly every day yeah me Um, too me too he can eat that okay um and uh so anyways i 
am eager to go back because when you got the sandwich, I was kind of like, wow, Benson got the sando? Like, I I guess, yeah, that's in bounds. Um, <laughs> I guess we're I'm opening just... this shit up. It's good. <laughs> I, hey, I, know, I didn't gonna... know by the rules, but I like... It, Tim always says, you got to play your heart. And I kept going. I was like, I should get wings. Kept looking at the sando. I was like, I should get that, though. That's, yeah. what, I, that's what I want. I'm glad you did, because now I'm, like, really eager to return. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to get a bean and cheese burrito next time we do this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, the fries were also good. We have... Uh, they were great. We've they were talked great. Ex- well, you know, I like You're a not- little mush on my tater. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> God, a little freak. <laughs> But that's not a knock against their fries. They were good fries. Um, so, okay. All of that said, while I think that I could easily go have a chicken sando there and have a full bagok experience, the meal I ate tonight, I would give a bok, 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 bok. Four box. Four box. It was great. It, like, if wings were the only thing they had, to no fault of their own, it's not something I would, like, think to keep returning to. Sure. I don't think I don't think you need to defend a, a four box score. I think a bagok is warranted if it's, like, the best thing you've eaten. That's and true. clearly, that's what I expressed. It was right. the best thing I've eaten. So. Right. You're right. Four yeah, box four, great. Yeah, you that's really all I'm going to say about it. You did okay. them. You did them good. Yeah. Damn. We've got a full bagok. We've got one box shy of a full bagok. This is good. This is really good, guys. Oh boy, I feel something good happening here. Um. Well, okay. I guess I'm going to get into it. I got twelve wings. Um. I uh, kind of like did a light fast today to uh, really uh, appreciate the podcast to its fullest. I've made the mistake in the past of eating too close to this podcast and then like trying to impress my friends by getting a lot of wings and then not eating them all. And um, It does work, though. I am impressed. <laughs> you you, did, that, you did that on the very first episode. I think you got like 20 wings. Yeah, I had to uh, <laughs> you know, hit the ground running. And uh, I think I ate... Uh, a gentleman's half. <laughs> um, so yeah, I got twelve wings, ate them all like a big boy. Clean plate club. Um, had some fries as well with Al. Uh, we'll start with the fries. I mean, what's to say about the fries? I like crinkle cut fries are not my favorite either. But this is exactly what a crinkle cut should be in every way because the inside was fluffy and mashed. And the outside couldn't be any different. Crinkly, crunchy. I mean, the, the contrast that was set up by these crinkle cut fries was incendiary. Incendiary! Um, with that, yeah, so, and then the, 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 the spice on top, hell yeah. Give it to me. Give it to me more. Keep I it feel coming. like kink crinkle cut fries are like why people buy those stupid brownie pans that are just like you get more edge pieces. Yeah, yeah. Really? Crinkle They're cut all... fries are designed like that. What Cr- stupid brownie pans? 
I don't know you why they're see those, stupid. Like, they're, they are stupid. They look Wait, dumb. I guess I don't know what you mean. Muffin tins? No, no, not muffin tins. You ever see um a brownie tin that's like it like it's like a maze. Like it goes this way, oh. it bends, so you get more angles and more like edge pieces, yeah. and you Got get it. more corners. Um, I mean, I don't know. That's 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 stupid as much as it is also very cool. I mean, like, it's yeah. it's it's as stupid as like an egg slicer, you know, with those little pi- like the piano no, I mean, strings you pull it. <laughs> those are stupid. I think an egg slicer is dumber. I think an egg slicer is dumb. I think I think um just watching a lot of Alton Brown, he's kind of like instilled this anti unit. He hates unitaskers, and then I'm finding myself like, oh, I don't need that as a unitasker. But, but there but, there are a lot of unitaskers in my kitchen that I. But a a can't brownie a brownie's not the only thing you can put in that pan. Yeah, you can like, do put on brownies a, too. Banana a, bread. A, yeah. A lasagna. Oh my god, maize yeah, lasagna? That would be good. By the way, if I was in Star Wars, my Star Wars name would be Maze Lasagna. <laughs> I stand by it. It's a dumb piece of thing that I'm 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 glad it exists, but like I would never You're yeah, throwing anyway. out absurdities that but they're actually just good ideas. Yeah. <laughs> I had a slap chop growing up, which I really enjoyed. Oh my that. god, it's the oh the pop 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 pop, pop. yeah. Um, you you bop your vegetables on the head and dices them right up. It's I great. feel like you know, um, what did it feel like when you like uh, slap chopped onions? Did the onion thing get in worse in your eyes? No, yeah, it goes well. It goes so quick, like you you dice but the onions like, so quick. That, but it's like, like pulverizing it. I mean, I guess it's contained in like yeah, a little it's, chamber. Yeah, it's contained in a little okay. vacuum sealed kind. Of, not vacuum sealed, but it's like it's really contained. And then you just you pop it off. Yeah, maybe you get some of those fumes. You slide yeah. them right into your bowl or pan, and you're do good you keep, to go. How do you keep that blade sharp though? Uh, you don't. It's it's uh it, it's, <laughs> it becomes trash after about a year. Yeah. <laughs> but whatever. It's a great year that you have. It's like Movie Pass. You know. Yeah. A great yeah. year. Mm. Fair enough. <laughs> Mm. Um, anyway, uh, let's talk about the wings. I got, uh, uh, 12 wings and I, I was like, my goodness, look at all these options. I got three different kinds of sauces <clears throat> to be fair, to be clear. There are four different kinds of sauces. There's uh, Buffalo jerk barbecue, hot honey, orange curry. And there's also the option for no sauce, uh, for our psychotic friends like Nathan Tucker. Um, and then on top of that, you can go no spice, medium spice, hot spice. Um, I got, uh, I got four uh, buffalo, four hot honey, four orange curry. Mm. Um, and I loved them so much. I thought it was delicious. Unlike Al, these are the wings that I usually crave. Is like a big wing that you would find at like a bar. Like I like bar food, like mm-hmm. bar food wings. I feel like bar wings are small. You always get like the Fire on the Mountain ones in my experience. Uh, I, well, so I guess what I mean is, like, when I go to a bar uh, and I get big wings, because there's a couple places in town we can get big wings at the bar. Mm. Um, there's this place on uh, Interstate called Satellite, which we should go to. Big, you know, baby fist-sized wings. Mm. Um, and <laughs> What were the largest wings we've had? Kung Pao. Kung Pao. Kung Pao. Those... <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> 
We're we moving buff on. babies. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the things that um, will uh, like where I'll dock I'll dock the box first. Mm. Okay. The first is that when I got the, the the clamshell, I opened it up, and there was literally no way of telling which uh, wing was which. Yeah. So I got three different sauces, and they all looked exactly the same. And so I could tell once I kind of got used to it, but it took a couple of wings to even know what I was like dipping into. Hmm. Um, and so that's it, it's not a horrible thing. It's but it's also it's just. I would like to know what I'm putting in my mouth fully before it's there. <laughs> um, and so maybe that's just like a little coloration. Maybe that's, um, you know, they label the box or something with a Sharpie. Maybe it's that the sauces taste a little more different from each other. But all in all, that's going to be half a half a Bok Dok for me. Um, the other is when these started, they were fucking crunchy crunchy i thought i was gonna start an avalanche with these wings just by the crunch alone like in some like 90s commercial for like a candy bar that's like in the swiss alps and it's they crunch and it starts a starts an avalanche i don't know if that's a commercial is that, that for be. like bunch of crunch bunch of crunch or like butterfingers or something oh, and they're yeah. like you better not eat my butterfinger i'll fucking <laughs> kill you with an avalanche <laughs> um that's how I felt about these wings. Like you crunch them, you better be in a uh, very stable place. Right. However, by the last two wings, um, I didn't get that crunch anymore. Um, so I, I did feel like it, look. I did eat twelve wings. Right. If I had eight, I would have been crunching all the way through until to the last bone. Um, but since I had twelve, those last couple did not retain I... their crunch. I do want to mm. just like they lost okay. the crunch. Yeah. Here's the thing though, like I would say from the first, from me picking up the wings, yeah, to you eating the last wing, yeah, I would probably put at about almost an hour, and That's also we walked to pick them up on a very cold and wet evening mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in a paper box. True. I was astounded when the first wing that I ate had the crunch that it did on it, considering what it had been through. Like, I feel like, I mean, Bonchon, like, held its crunch pretty well last time, and we all kind of marveled that it managed to, considering all those wings went through. Yeah. And I feel like we put these wings through quite a bit, too. Okay. That's that is the crunch context I needed. I was uh speed walking home, like trying to get this <laughs> indoors as fast as I could. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, then I won't. Hey, not gonna dock it then because I got my crunch context. Crunch context. <laughs> um, so that that said, I'm still gonna dock that half a, half a buck there. But let me talk about what I loved about these wings. Even though the sauces were kind of indistinguishable by sight and it took me a second to get used to them they were some of the most delicious sauces like the buffalo was exactly what i was looking for in a buffalo it was like tangy 
uh, but not like overly sour as it mm-hmm. can be. Like you said, it fired the mountain. It had like this really good heat, like kind of like underlying slow burn heat. Um, the hot honey was like, like I can see how it would be perfect for a sandwich, Benson. That's definitely what I'm going to get as a sandwich next time. Um, and the orange curry, like I'm not really a, like a fruit wing guy, but it did it for me because it had that, mm. had that curry element. Mm. Um, and it was noticeable and it was, it was, it was very present. Um, and the blue cheese that it came with, even it felt like, I don't know if it was, it felt like a homemade blue cheese. It wasn't super like overly chunky, which I like it. Look, I like a chunk as much as the next fella does, but, um, uh, you know, it was a creamy blue cheese and it was really tasty. Um, and it worked really well with these, these, uh, these chicken legs. So chicken wings, whatever the fuck they're called. Um, <laughs> the part Excuse of the me? that flaps. <laughs> the feathered arm. Um, I'm going to give this a bok, 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 buh. Wow. Mm. Almost there with that that full bagak. Maybe uh, you know on another. Day, I think the, I, I think the bagak. sando is the move. Uh, yeah. Wait. Did you tell us what was on the sando? It's. Uh, like a, a little coleslaw, or yeah, it was like a coleslaw salad, mm. and that's it. Mm. Uh, maybe maybe some scallions. That's all you would need. That's, that's great. All, I, I. Yeah, I guess I would want it pickles, but yeah, I pickles. think coleslaw or pickles. Mm-hmm. Or both. I don't know. What do you think? Um, I'd say I'd say either or. Mm. Um, yeah. Then yeah. I'm glad I got the coleslaw. Man. Yeah. I feel like something that this podcast has really driven home for me <laughs> is that a fried chicken sandwich is just about one of the best things that you can eat. Yeah. Totally. It really the thing is, is I, we haven't had a fried chicken sandwich on the show. I know, but, like, somebody asked me the other day if, like, doing this podcast has um, turned me off of, like, fried chicken and chicken wings. And if anything, it's, like, it's really done the opposite. Up. And I've, like, had to really, like, stop myself from, like, it's, like, the thing I think to eat now Yeah, is some version of fried chicken. And because of that, like, the fried chicken sandwich is just, like, such a sought after thing mm-hmm. uh and it's just the best and i like i'm glad we're not a fried chicken sandwich podcast because i think that would probably get old i think we'd burn out pretty um, quick on that but mm-hmm. yeah that's like the thing about thick boy and re- like reviewing it and you getting the sandwich specifically is like if there's anything i've taken from recording this episode this week it's i gotta go get that sandwich you gotta yeah. And all of you out in uh, in Wingville listening, you got it too. All you Annies and Keiths out there. All, all you Annies and Keiths and non-binary lovers. Um, uh, binary, non-binary freaks, if we want to Oh, I like it. Annies, Keiths, and non-binary freaks. <laughs> I That's don't know about be... that. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not. No, 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 no. We don't mean that being a non-binary person is being a freak. Look, if anyone's a freak, it's a Keith, okay? (laughs) We're the freaks. Uh, I've never met you, sir, but I've I've heard a lot about you. Hello. 
<laughs> Congratulations on your daughter. Um, <laughs> All right. Well, cool. Let's. Uh, does anyone have a segment? Oh, <laughs> you know what? I do. Oh, yes, dude. Help. I have COVID. I've lost <laughs> my sense of taste. I have not tasted for three weeks. Yeah. Um, and I don't know where to go with this. Either I want you to describe food to me, but I'm trying to figure out if I should describe if you if I want you to describe ingredients or full things. Are you playing can you cope what the rock is smelling right now? No, 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 no. <laughs> I want you to describe because like I don't know where this came about. But having to describe flavors is very hard, and I okay. want you to do it. Okay. Okay. You and you have with... to. So you come up with a list of foods, and we'll do it. No, no, no. Benson's guessing the food, right? No, no, no. I can't taste. You have to describe in words to me. You have to describe oh, to me. I'm sick. Okay. I'm sick. I, I haven't. I haven't tasted food in weeks. So our and... friend needs help. You're eating with your ears. I need you to give me, <laughs> like, a sense of my sense of taste through description. Okay. So you tell us the food and we describe yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, we're not just gonna Our, say this is a hot dog. Like, tell us what food. <laughs> um, what would what would be more fun though? Uh, ingredients or or just like a whole thing? No. We, it should be just trying to describe it. Like, 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 a, like, a, like, like a, describe. A, okay, tell me in words what does an onion taste like? Uh, cooked or raw? Yeah, good question. I'm gonna go with All raw. The, because honestly, oh. when you said this, my first, the first food I thought of was French onion soup. <laughs> Here, you, you do raw, and I'll do cooked. cooked. Okay. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's see. Are you biting into the onion? Yeah. Uh, okay. I can. I can taste. I can feel it in my mouth. Mouth feel is a thing. I can. I can okay. have that. But as far as okay, so any I'm not sort of like texture. No textures. I I get the feeling, but I nothing's hitting my tongue except for maybe like the the pokiness of the salt. Okay. So. I think salt and bitterness you could probably like feel. Well, hold on. Okay, you just took half of that. You're. Okay. I just need let aromas. Me go. Let me go. Hey, <laughs> hey, uh, Benson, you're you're, you're yeah. not feeling so good, buddy. You should lay down. We'll all right. Describe right. this food to you. Okay. Please. Yeah. I'm eating so, this raw onion. Yeah. You, what what you, what does it taste like? You you sliced an onion. You cut that bad boy up. You grab a big chunk and you put it in your mouth. Mm. And after your teeth tear through, the first thing that you would notice normally is that you your air passageways in your nose really open up. Uh, you feel like you take a deep breath and you can smell everything. Mm. But before you even have the chance, I to can't really smell anything. It, I know you can't now, but I'm. That's why I'm paying. This is your game. Okay, boy. Before you even have the chance, a sharp, prickling bitterness hits your tongue, and 
that sensation kind of does move around a bit. And it makes it it makes it almost hard to chew the onion because it's like you're pushing the onion away from the parts of your tongue that are being prickled. <laughs> this sounds so swallowed. gross. Yeah. Onions <laughs> after, are gross. After yeah. you swallowed the raw onion though, the the sharp bitterness is faded enough to really appreciate that delicate kind of sweet flavor that it has. And it's okay. it's a, Tell it's me a more. really positive lingering aftertaste that after an overwhelming first <laughs> bite you you say, "Huh. I think I could go back for round 2." Do you, do you know what you described to me? You described to me <laughs> crunchy bitter sugar. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what an onion is yeah, it kind of is yeah crunchy bitter sugar crunchy. yeah can, I, can you hand me that crunchy bitter sugar ball i'm gonna take a big bite out of it it's a jawbreaker by the way i have covid <laughs> all right tim all right this with the cooked onions yeah i'm gonna do cooked onions i'm gonna do it from the perspective of the onion okay <laughs> Alright, hey baby, you remember that, that raw fuck from down the street telling you that he was mostly bitter, but once he left, you, you kind of figured out how sweet he is? Well, I'm I'm sweet all the way through, my friend. Uh, when I hit your tongue, you will... Well, because you could feel me. Um, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the accent away. Um... <laughs> <laughs> when you when I hit your tongue, I'm going to kind of like slowly melt over. I, by the way, I'm caramelized onions. Ooh, okay. Specifically, okay. yeah. I'm not I'm not like a fried onion. I'm caramelized. Uh, so when when I um, lay down on your tongue, <laughs> I uh, I am gonna slowly kind of melt and coat over the the insides of your your tongue and your mouth. Um, and the first thing that you're going to notice is, like, a butteriness uh, mm. that is, like, first in texture and then in taste. Um, and it's, it's like, a deep sweetness that um, feels a little... It feels, like, darker and more um, mysterious than raw onion. Uh so then <laughs> you're gonna swallow me and uh the, <laughs> the lingering flavor is going to be that of um caramel you will have just a touch of uh like bitterness like where there was sweet before there is now bitter oh um mm. yeah kind of it's it kind of inverts inverse, itself yeah. a little bit um, and there's like a, there's like an umami satiation that mm. you feel, uh, that only comes from, uh, foods like me that have been given the time and care and proper undulation to mm. make my, make me the way I am. You feel my, you feel my, uh, my storied past. In every bite. It's those Maillard reactions. That's right. Mm -hmm. Would um, you say you're toasty? 
Um, yeah, I'd say that. I'd say I'm toasty. Like a Quiznos sub. I'm toasty, <laughs> roasty, and a little bit... Uh, boasty. <laughs> uh, great. Should we do another yeah. one? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is this fun for you? Uh, fun. It's kind of uh, torturous, but... <laughs> I I used to work at a startup that we had to have uh, tasting panels uh, for all sorts of things, mostly beer because we like ran um a sensory ai that like objectified flavor profiles so we had to just say what we're tasting it was it's it it seemed really pretentious just at a table just like "Mm, it's herbaceous the mouth feels a 10 out of 10 wait benson you'd be really good at this then yeah benson what's pesto tortellini taste yeah al has covid now (laughs) <laughs> pesto tortellini yeah um i That's guess i'll one. have to break let me break it down into well uh, tim has to do this too right we're going we're taking tortellini? yeah how about we'll just take turns each person has yeah. covid okay oh okay. You're, okay you're picking pesto tortellini then yeah all right pesto tortellini. i'll give tim a different one maybe. yeah okay okay um but it'll be similar yeah so the first thing you'll notice when you bite into pesto is this sharp, uh, the sharpness of the basil. It's Are you like, trying not to say herbaceous? Cause you I'm said. trying not to say herbaceous because it is an herb and it's, it's and it herby. Yeah. It's, it's Her- pretty herby. <laughs> it's herby. Herby Hancock. Yeah, it is fully loaded. <laughs> it's... Oh, there's a it's i mean freshness isn't a very descriptive word but it's uh it's sweet don't tell subway that (laughs) freshness is not a flavor profile it's sweet and it's a little bit bitter um and next you're going to get the umaminess of the parmesan cheese that's mixed in there and on top of that there's probably some olive oil in that pesto uh but you're also going to get a lot of like richness from the pine nuts mm. oh so toasty oh so sweet from those pine nuts <laughs> i feel like the pine nuts are probably doing a lot more work pu- putting that pesto inside together yeah but um I don't know where else to go. And the tortellini itself um, is just a mere vessel. It's here for the ride. You're just going to notice it mostly in the back of your mouth as you're chewing. Just like, oh, that's some pasta. That's some flour, water. <laughs> it's, it's, you, don't get, you don't really get a lot of flavor out of it because all of it is concentrated in the pesto. Um, it's a mere vessel, you know. that that flower is not really coming through at all but uh it's there it's there that was a hard thing to describe that's a tough one all right tim give me a you did a good job by the way give me a butternut squash (laughs) ravioli in a brown (laughs) butter sauce okay oh that's i'm not gonna (laughs) hi there i'm butternut squash ravioli (laughs) (laughs) 
dad gum. What do I taste like? <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do that. Uh, um. Okay. Wait. Butternut squash ravioli. What was the last part? In a brown butter sauce. In a brown butter sauce. Okay. So you take you take a ravioli. You stick it on your fork. Throw that <laughs> fuck into the back of your face, and uh, what you're gonna get is um. You're, you're, you're probably going to hit the, the brown butter sauce first. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to kind of um, coat your mouth a little bit. You're going to get like a dark sweetness. <laughs> no, like a caramelized <laughs> onion, you know? Uh, buttery. It's dark. <laughs> dark. Sweet. It's mysterious. There's a specific word I can dis- I use to describe uh, brown <laughs> butter. But I, I don't know if that's going to It's descriptive. Is it deep? It's caramel. I was gonna. Oh, I was I already, gonna say butterscotch. Yeah, yeah butterscotch. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, but like, is it, that descriptive? Like, is does that count? Um. Yeah. Like sure. Comparing it to other foods. Well, be, like in this scenario, it's not that um, Al has never, never tasted, tasted food. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never tasted caramel. Well, but but we can't. We also can't take this too far because I'd be like, "Have you had a butternut squash?" <laughs> yeah, it tastes like that. <laughs> Have you ever had butternut squash ravioli in a brown butter sauce? Yeah, it's pretty much like that. Uh, okay, so the um, you'll bite into it. Um, you'll you'll come back to the ravioli flavor a little bit later. Same kind of thing where it's like, hey, flour, water, egg. What you what are you doing for me? Well, it's there. You'll you'll understand its form later in life. Um, but as far as the butternut squash goes, it's got like an earthy sweetness to it. It's got like, like, notes of soil almost. That go... <laughs> mm. <laughs> earthy. Yeah, yeah, definitely earthy. It's like like anything, any kind of squash. You're gonna get a lot of like sweetness and uh, a little bit of freshness, but mostly it's gonna be like you're, you're gonna feel like it came from the ground. Um, and uh, on top of that. I don't know. Like I like maybe this is just my uh preference, but like butternut squash seems pretty like monolithic, like it like mono flavored. Like there's not a lot of There's something about gourds. Complexity. Like... <laughs> there's something about gourds is my favorite sequel. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like they're very mono, but they like they take up so much space, like you know it when you when you taste it. Exactly. Like, this is a gourd. If I've very, ever had one. Boy. They're very cozy. <laughs> yeah. Cozy. I now, I have a question about that. Do you think the coziness comes from the gourd? Or the coziness comes from the time of year I, in which I, gourds are... I, that's exactly what I'm thinking. I think I'm associating by festivities. Oh. But at, at a certain point, you have gourd. to ask yourself, um, like... Are they one and the same? Like, because you get them a certain uh, time, because they are seasonal. Like, is fall cozy because of gourds, or are gourds cozy, cozy because, because of fall? Exactly. Oh. Also, uh, th- this is <laughs> no. this is a real tangent. I wanted sure. to ask this earlier. Well, what we're talking about is very important. This is so important. Yeah, yeah. um, <laughs> were chicken wings invented or discovered? Um... <laughs> Was it were Sorry, chicken what? wings? <laughs> were chicken well, wings? Well, I think 
invented, invented dis- their wings. But like the way we eat chicken wings. Oh, like did we like invent the that? Prep- the way we well, prepare food, and I guess specifically chicken wings, was that invented or did we discover? Now explain what you mean by we discovered well, a wing. I think what like a we like a wolf got a hold of a chicken and left a wing. We're like, well, that's. Weird. I would think that. We yeah, that's the, the question. We, no, we, we cooked the whole bird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we picked it every little bit, and we said, "I like that wing part." I think discovered. I think. Hmm. I don't think that. Uh, <laughs> I don't think anybody was sitting there with a pen and paper like, mm. "What if there was an animal? Like, can, can I go find an animal that would have like two distinct but attached parts <laughs> <laughs> with plenty of cartilage and tendon that I can kind of chew on and well, then go found the." Well, chicken. I mean, I guess when I, I what I mean by invented is just like the method of preparing a chicken wing. Right. Was I that, can, is, is that is that considered an invention, or we just discovered a way to prepare? I, like I can I can see arguing for it was invented because you look you someone kills a chicken, caveman kills chicken, looks at chicken, says I can't fit that whole thing in my mouth. Let me put it into smaller. Let me rip it into smaller pieces. I would think that the well, I don't. I would think that. First of all, chicken wings are probably, like, relatively new in that I would think that it was, like, within the last, I mean, century at most, but probably a, a lot less that, like, you could probably go to the store and buy individual parts of the chicken at all. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's the wing driving that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, okay, so I would think that I would call selling individual parts of chicken in invention yeah. and i guess the wing is part of that but i but you, feel like the wing is an afterthought in that which makes me feel like it's a discovery it's a discovery i am gonna say oh, yeah. it's a, i'm gonna say it's an invention <laughs> uh that chicken wings are an idea and we are the way that we want to present it is not natural hmm. um it's a way of communicating to each other using food. It's a way of saying, let's party. Let's, yeah. <laughs> let's party, let's drink, let's eat a bunch of them. Uh, yeah, that's the message. And uh, it's, it's like a language. And languages are invented. So I'm going to call chicken wings an invention. Okay, well, and you know what I'm going to say about it? I have COVID. <laughs> oh no, guys! I have COVID and I can't smell or eat any, taste anything. Benson, quick, tell me what this Italian beef sandwich tastes like. <laughs> You're gonna say chicken wing, but no. <laughs> Ita- Italian what? Italian, Italian beef? beef? Yeah. What's what's Italian beef? That's like a Chicago, like a Chicago sandwich. Yeah. They like uh, dip it in its juices. It's exceptionally wet really wet beef sandwich. I can't describe you something that I can't really think about. Fine, I like. fine. I'll, I, I'll throw it away. How about this, throw it Philly, away. this Philly cheese steak? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I can't taste it. <laughs> well, first thing you're going to get is this punch to the tongue of oh. saltiness. You'll, you'll notice that there's this 
squishy orange ooze on it, and it's mm-hmm. called Wiz. Um, <laughs> Wiz? They call it Wiz. It is... Like, of Oz? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're... You have COVID. You're not stupid. Yeah. I'm naive. <laughs> I was out partying in the bars. Oh, you are stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the whiz is probably at the very forefront of things because it's it's just it's just smothered in it. Um, at least the way I get Philly cheesesteaks, it is so salty. And then that you know when you eat um. Every time you eat any sort of processed cheese, that milk lactose flavor kind mm-hmm. of just like coats your tongue afterwards. So that's that's at the forefront, not yeah. even the beef. Um, and then you get the caramelized onions, which you already know what a caramelized onion tastes like. Oh, but to I'm reiterate, well there's a bit of a little pungency, a little bit of sweetness, and a little toastiness from the the Maillards that are just the whole browning of the sugars you, you, you do get this like caramelly flavor of this these these pungent things called onions uh, what do we call them bitter sugar wet bigger bitter sugar, <laughs> sugar balls. bitter sugar balls yeah <laughs> bitter ball of sugar yeah and then comes the steak portion which oh. I have no idea how to describe because it doesn't have a flavor to me <laughs> Um, just peppery. thin. It's peppery. It's peppery. Uh, depending on the cut, the maybe it's a little. Uh, it can't be gamey. Dep- <laughs> I'm not Depends sure. Depends where you get your what beef. Kind of, what kind of cheese steak are you eating? <laughs> Wild <I'm> boar. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how do I describe beef? Um, <laughs> it's beefy. Yeah. <laughs> Helpful. <laughs> well, I, you are getting some browning on the beef too, because it's on a it, you cook it on a flat top, so those Maillard reactions also occur on there. With that you you get a bit of just like a toasty crust to it, you know. Yeah. Okay. Um. The, the richness of the the, the beef. This is the dumbest thing we've ever done. <laughs> the richness of the beef <laughs> is going to ooze out yeah. and soak. <laughs> Benz, this, why don't you this, tell me what a cheesesteak tastes like? This white bread. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm breaking it down for you. I, I appreciate it. It's helping. Uh, so let's see. I made it past the beef. We got the juices that are now soaking up in the bread. And it's sweet. You get a, it, it, it's, you, you know, that flavor of white bread that's like a little bit sweet. Um, mm. and you know, it's pillowy in the it's inside. Kind of caramely. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's dark and sweet and mysterious. <laughs> yeah, think about how much food we eat is just like caramelized. It's true. <laughs> um, well, that was pretty good. <laughs> that was... Ow, ow. <laughs> I ate my cheese steak, but I'm still hungry, but I still can't taste. 
Can you tell me what this shrimp fettuccine tastes like? <laughs> it's rich, it's creamy, it's shrimpy. <laughs> shh, 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 you got a squirt of lemon, you it's a little, a little sour. Uh, what more could you need? <laughs> I guess I'm satiated <laughs> with that. <laughs> That was a great segment. All right, y'all. great segment, everybody. I think that's. Uh, I think that's it. We did yeah, we'll it, never, fellas. We'll never do oh that again. God. Oh, don't count on. Don't count. Don't, never say never. You know, Justin Bieber. There was a, a a nice poetry to it. Um, Benson, anything to plug? No. Cool, Al. Anything to plug? Not at this moment. Uh, my brother's new album, um, under the name The Julius Theory, just came out. Uh, I don't remember what it's called, and I feel really bad about that. I'm going to link it in the in the bio. All I know is it's been uh, on repeat at my house uh, this week in my headphones. It's just like really... Um, it just... He's getting closer and closer to what it feels like to um orchestrate a really cool movie (laughs) um it's like yeah i'm just really excited to see where he takes this stuff definitely check it out um and nathan tucker plays sax on it which is really cool um yeah check it out um that's it we did it great job um hope Tune in again some other time when we do probably like an only hams next. We're going to try like another burger. And remember, like I always say, keep on clucking. (laughs) Bye.